Shvius Perk Dalid Mishnah Yud. This Mishnah talks about chopping down fruit trees on Shvius. Now, chopping down fruit trees has two separate and unrelated prohibitions. The first, and more familiar to us, is what we refer to as Baal Tashchis, the Torah and Devarim Perkhaf Pasukites says prohibits one from cutting down a fruit tree. And uh, and that's the case. Now, there are exceptions or exemptions to that rule of cutting down a fruit tree. Um, as a principle, it means you can't waste, um, waste resource. And really, many learn, like for example, the Sefer Chinuch, that it's a general principle that applies to, culture, to the whole world and anything, that if one wastes, he's over the Isr of Baltashchis. It's just that you only get lashes in the Torah for cutting down a fruit tree. But any wasting of any resource, you know, walking out of a room and turning the lights on as you walk out, and then the lights blare by themselves, would be Baltashchis and Asr. Um, and, yeah. So, when it comes to chopping down fruit trees, there are exemptions where one it's permitted to chop down the fruit tree. One exemption is if the wood is worth more than the fruit of the tree, then it's not a hashchas, it's not a waste, because you're you're extracting more value by taking down the tree and taking it to it as timber than letting the fruits grow. It's not wasting. Uh, similarly, if the cost of maintaining the tree exceeds the output of the tree, so then again, it's, it's not a waste to chop it down because it doesn't produce enough to justify the cost of maintaining it. Uh, and then a third exemption would be if one needs the place where the tree is planted, so to then to remove the tree so you can build a house there, again, it's not baltashchets, it's not wasting because um, there's a greater use for that resource, uh, including the space it takes up, um, than just fruit production. So that's one thing. And the Mishnah will come back to that point at the end of the Mishnah and, um, and set up that second exemption, meaning when the cost of maintaining the tree exceeds the output of the tree, one's allowed to chop it down. Before we get to that, the Mishnah will first focus on a separate, totally unrelated issue that arises on Shemitah year uh, regarding chopping down fruit trees. And here's the problem. If you have a fruit tree that has, it's just, you know, middle of winter and has nothing on it, so then there's no fruit there, and chopping it down has no impact on the prohibition we've been discussing in the past few Mishnahis of La'ach La'ola said the fruit that has Kedusha Shviyas must be eaten and not wasted. Since there's no fruit in this tree, there's nothing there. It's a barren tree. So chopping it down would not be being mafsid, not being wasting fruit on the tree. However, at some point, the tree is going to begin to grow in the springtime and develop on its way to making fruit. And to chop it down then would be a prohibition in the Shemitah context of, of hefset, of wasting fruit that would have been there. It's potential fruit, but it didn't get actualized. If you'd have let the fruit to ripen on the tree, then you would have had the fruit, uh, to eat, but now you've chopped it off short, and therefore it's half set as well as achla. So the window that allows you to chop down the tree in the Shemitah year, even if you have one of these exemptions, um, the window closes once the fruit begins to um, become something worth talking about. And then at some point, that window will reopen. At some point, the fruit becomes sufficiently edible, what I called stage two in the previous Mishnayos, and ripe enough that at this point, even if one chopped down the tree, what's left on the branches, that fruit is ripe enough and could be eaten as is. And that will be the Onus Amaisris stage we discussed previously. 
and it was discussed at great length in the beginning of Masechus Meisters. So, in the context of chopping down fruit trees on Shemitah, even if you have an exemption which would permit you to chop down a fruit tree in a regular year, in Shemitah you can't if the fruit is going to waste. And this mission will lay out um, when the window that allows you to chop down the tree, assuming you have an exemption for Hilchos Halachos of Baal of wasting, when that window closes and when it reopens again. So the Mishnah says, At what point does the window close and you no longer can chop down a fruit tree on Shemitah because of the prohibition of wasting its fruit? Beishamai says, any tree in the springtime when it starts to sprout the foliage, the leaves, at that point already, you can't chop it down. The window's closed. Beishamai says, no. Echaruvin, at least when it comes to carobs, once it starts to become like a, a chain, meaning like the bean of the carob starts to develop and hang down. Vagafanim, mishigareu. When it comes to grapevines, when the grapes begin to ripen, tupshat and bartunara, either it's the point that you can see the seed inside the grape, like I said before, or when it comes like a little bean the size of a pulhalavan, a little white bean, the size of a little white bean. Vahazeisim, mishianetu. And for olives, it's when they begin to blossom on the tree, the blossoms of the olive tree begin to appear. Ushar kolelan, mishiyotzi. And for other trees, besides for those three trees, the carob, the grapevine, and the olive tree, um, Beis Shammai and Beis Hill both agree that it's when they begin to bring forth the foliage, the leaves in the springtime. V'chola ilan, kivin shebal onus amaisris, And now we talk about, now we, that was defining previously when the window closes and one may no longer chop the tree because it's being wasting the potential fruit that could have grown there. But now the window reopens at Onus Amaisris. At that point, since it's like stage two, it's ripe enough and can be eaten as is on Shemitah, at that point you could chop down the tree because whatever fruit is on the tree can be plucked off even after it's chopped down and eaten at that point. Now the Mishnah goes to a new point, the point of when one is allowed to chop down trees in a non-Shemitah year and we're concerned here about the halachas of Baltashkas. So it's a different topic altogether, really. Um, so I said that there are different e- exemptions when one could chop down fruit trees. Uh, the most famous is when the wood's worth more than the tree fruit. Um, another one is when you need the space that, where the tree is to build. Um, but this line of the mission will discuss a third exemption, which is when the input costs to keep the tree growing um, are more than the value of the output. When the output, output of the tree is no longer significant, one can chop down the tree because the tree is basically at the end of its life and it's over and producing um, significant fruit. We're talking about. And the mission therefore says, How much does an aged olive tree need to produce to still be considered to be producing too much and therefore you can't chop it down? Rova. The answer is a rova. A rova of a kav. A quarter of a kav, which is about 500 cc. Um, that is, as opposed to other fruit trees, where the threshold is a full kav, about two liters. By olive trees, it's a rova, a quarter of a kav, because olives are worth more than other fruits. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, Omer, Hakol From Shimon Gamliel says, no, everything depends on the particular olive tree we're talking about and 
have to take considerations specific circumstances about this tree to decide if it's um, no longer justifies its own existence and can be chopped down. The halach, however, is not like Krishna Mugamil. Um, it's a fixed rova for olives and for other fruit bearing trees, it's a full cob.